Hello and welcome to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams with you every single Wednesday, live here from the Standard Glass Studios at Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. Uh, this show is streaming on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I invite you guys to join in, share this out in your communities, dive into the conversation. Um, the idea here is to wake up faith uh, so that it's not just in a box on Sunday, that it pervades and, and accelerates and leads every aspect of your life, uh, because God's that good. Right, Kev? Yes, he is. <laughs> Amen, <laughs> brother. Despite his people. <laughs> All good here. Well, listen, we are so great for our corporate partners uh, making this show possible. We always want to give them a recognition and appreciation, but encourage you guys to go check them out. Uh, one of those being Dr. Greg Veeman with Seacoast Skin Surgery and his ministry, Everlasting Strength. Dr. Veeman is a fantastic uh, skin surgeon, but he's also just a great guy. Uh, I encourage you guys to reach out there, 910-256-2100. Also, Chris Hutchins and his team at Guaranteed Rate Mortgage. Uh, if you need any kind of advice uh, in regards to your mortgage, your financial situation, purchasing a home, whatever it might be, Chris has more than 20 years' experience and a great team around him to make that possible. Please give them a call, 910-344-0304. So, Kev, man, back Wednesdays, always good. Yeah, yeah, Uh uh, this thing in my ear is crazy loud, so <laughs> well, we can wait until uh, give the it a break. But turn uh, down. Just, just bear with me. I won't uh, yell. The ADD thing's kicking in here. Uh, <laughs> I'll be softly smoking. Okay. I won't yell at you. <laughs> you. No, you're fine, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, you know, we have been talking about faith and business for a while, and uh, I think that it's a great context because it's such a difficult area. For a lot of sort of long-term Christians, sure. Uh, but uh, well, it's know. that it's that giant thing that seems like it's uh, an oxymoron almost, right? Faith yeah, and business, right? Because the world says, ah, yeah, yeah. I think what, you know the world wants to separate church and state, and uh, well, we're not talking about that. That's fine. I yeah. Mean, I, whether you agree with it or not, it's up to you. But what we're talking about is. Uh, uh, it, removing the wall that God did not God didn't put the wall between our faith yeah and what we do with our time so this isn't about preaching from your desk at your vocation it's about living out what you truly believe 24 hours a day without compromise without compromise or fear or fear exactly so, you know, we start out the show with this question. Uh, we talked about it earlier. We've asked it before. And we'll ask it again. But uh, how is your faith expressed beyond Sundays? And so that's really the uh, uh, the starting point. But faith and business lived out is, is the next step in that question. Yeah. How do you live it out? You spend all your time during the week, not all your time, but the majority of your time in some type of business environment. I think I love the question, and I'm going to say it again just so folks watching and tuning in will grab this, is it's powerful to sit with is how is your faith expressed beyond Sundays? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so the first question is, should faith and business intertwine? Hmm. You know, and, and so we ask that of our audience. We ask it of anybody. You know, you're going to get some people who just automatically 
get that. Oh, no, can't mix those two. Right. And a whole lot of Christians that are going to do that. But we're getting to a place where, you know, uh, it, it's just, it's really time to kind of crap or get off the pot. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of crude sounding, but uh, get off the fence. Uh, there is no fence. You waste your life if you stay on it. Um, but what what it doesn't mean is that we are uh, saying you need to stand on your desk at work and preach at all. That's not what this is. So we have to define it so that question becomes more clear to people. They actually understand it rather than glaze over immediately yeah. and run away from it. I, I think I think a, a proper definition is a great starting point You know, uh, to move in a, in, a, in a certain direction. Yeah. You have to define what the thing is That's in order right. to be able to achieve it anyway. You That's know? right. If I have no idea— um, you know, of, of context or of, of definition, yeah. then it's kind of, you know, you're walking blind. And, and I think, I think what I see so often is people who define faith and business as, well, I tithe, you know what I mean? I tithe, yeah. I, I give sure. money uh, to my church mm-hmm. um, or it's whatever great. institution. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a, okay, well, that's, that, I do that. I use my business to give back to God. Sure. And that's, yes, thumbs up, check the box, faith yeah. and business. Right. Well, the second one I think is is maybe the deeper level is well, I try to share my faith at church. I mean, at church at work, um, and, but that goes back to that thing is standing on your desk and preaching, or you know that right. overt thing. But I think what we're trying to do is go underneath all of that, right. and say that it, it's let's define it differently. So That's right. if we're doing that, how would that look? Well, when you write a check, um, if you're writing it on Sunday or Saturday or Friday night, and you're putting it in the plate at church. The moment you write that check is the moment your faith is expressed. Not before, not after. It's that moment. And a lot of people retract from faith when things get tough. You know, uh, stuff goes on with your business or uh, in your life. This this seems negative uh, and can be uh, preparatory. Um, We retract from faith um, instead of pressing into it. It's not faith if you don't press into it. So uh, ultimately, you know, we, we get back to, yeah, what is the question? What's under the hood here? What yeah. does it really look like? What are we talking about? So, uh, you know, the the idea here is the Scripture, if you believe that, uh, says it, it is impossible to please God without faith. Um, so our question for, especially for our faith and business community um, that's growing, and uh, but but our question is that scripture. If you're a believer, you believe it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's God's word. Um, so we just add in business to the end of that, only as a a question, not to add to scripture. But if it's impossible to please God without faith, then that means by default, uh, it is impossible to please God without faith in everything and mm-hmm. in business. So. God's saying you must exercise faith in business because you can't please him without it. Yeah. So you have to chew on that. But then instead of getting uh, 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 confronting that, try to understand it from a, a gentle, wonderful place. Like, how do I, why, yes, how do I do that? Instead of going, that's stupid. Let's not mix the two. Yeah. Why do you think it's dangerous um, to place a box around, well, my faith is my faith and my business is my business? Um, so I don't want the two, you know, what, what's the inherent danger in that or what's underneath it, uh, for the person who might be sitting out there watching, going, saying, well, I, I'm yeah. not sure I follow along. Well, it's one thing to proclaim Jesus 
as your God, your Savior, your King, your Redeemer, and your model as a human being. Uh, so if you proclaim him, then and he is your model um, of how to live as a man or woman, uh, human, uh, then uh, it wasn't private for him. In fact, it was so public, uh, even to his death, it was a very public thing. This was, he was all in, in other words, and uh, but not just him, the people that followed him, uh, you know, disciples and uh, eventually apostles. So, it, you know, there's no box for them. And if they're our model, uh, Christ leading the way, then then we're not actually following him. We're following something else mm-hmm. if we put a box around it. So we're all about boundaries, dotted lines that overlap, but we're not about boxes because it's not a private matter. It is a personal matter. Do you think culture has incorrectly defined faith? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what do you think the primary uh, definition you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to create context yeah. for what do you think people define faith as? I, think, I have faith. I think they see it as oppressive and and uh, some kind of you know. I'm not going to read this book because <laughs> it's oppressive or it, it, it makes me have to follow your rules. And it, instead, what faith is is faith gives you freedom. All we want to do is help people see it for what it really is. It's like saying, "Here's a steak. If you like steak, or here's a here's a piece of cheesecake." You have no idea what they think it is. Is some big ugly pill that you're going to shove down their throat? It's not. Yeah. It's about freedom. It's about the truth rather than this weird stuff that it's become. Yeah. Because culture uh, has run from it instead of exploring it. Yeah. One of the things, and we've got to take a break here in a second, and we'll, we'll dive into this further. We're going to have a short break, guys. We'll be back. Is too often I believe that we've brought our own will and our own agenda into faith. You know. And 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 right. so we've we've impressed something mm-hmm. into faith that it's not, and it's completely centered askew. And so, what I think our role here and our heart is to is to redeem and restore authentic faith, right, from where it's been hijacked. Yeah, well, it's about uh, redeeming our perspective mm-hmm. with our wallet and uh, our bodies, our souls, our spirits, all of it. Yeah. But our perspective needs redeeming as well. Yeah, great thoughts. Guys, you are watching, listening to Wake Up Our Faith. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams here every Thursday, every Thursday, every Wednesday. It is Wednesday today. I uh, hope you guys are doing great. We're going to take a short break. Be back right after this. Hey, this is Matt Ham, one of the co-founders of Uprint. And I wanted to let you know about the Portable Faith Community. Wake Up My Faith is a content-rich, portable community that helps you effectively live out your faith on a daily basis. By removing the common obstacles of too little time and missed opportunity, the Uprint team now makes it incredibly simple to wake up your faith each day in a high-quality way. We offer three membership options to help you get plugged in right where you are, as well as high-quality courses and one-to-one mentoring. Go to wakeupmyfaith.com to learn more. That's www.wakeupmyfaith.com. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams with you every single Wednesday, uh, right here live, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. The show is rebroadcast on Sundays 
12 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. We'd like to recognize our corporate partners and thank them for making this show possible. Uh, one of those being Century 21 Swoyer & Associates. Uh, the, the, the Swoyers have been in the real estate business in southeastern North Carolina for more than 30 years. Fantastic team there. Uh, if you're buying or selling a home and need any real estate advice, they would be a great asset. We would encourage you to give them a call. 910-256-0021. Also, Freeman Landscaping, which is the largest privately owned land and irrigation firm in eastern North Carolina, family owned and operated since 1992, uh, residential and commercial uh, there. So make sure you give Freeman Landscaping a call, 910-796-1166. So Kev, um, we're talking about faith and business today. The challenge question for those just tuning in is how is your faith expressed beyond Sundays? And and we really started diving into mm-hmm. does faith and business have any context? And, you know, is there any boundaries or boxes? And we're saying, no, there's not. Right. And if we've created them, there's a problem there. Yeah. Um, so I want to continue that conversation and, and help the folks out there uh, really grab hold of this. Yeah. Well, uh, faith and business, they're not uh, uh, mutually exclusive. And we've made it that way because the world has this oppressive view of what faith is, and mm. you know it's church or religion, or really it's not. It, it's it's simply a part of how your heart and head connect to bring about uh, loving others through your gift set, all with glory to God. And a lot of people like God, the idea of God, but God is personal, and uh, and uh, all He's looking for is credit and. Uh, just some honor, and uh, to know that he loves us and he's very personal. Um, so a lot of people can't get their brain around that, but that's it, it's not a brain issue. Yeah. It's a heart issue. So it all boils down to you know, that same question. And then the, the deeper questions, you know, is it impossible to please God without faith? Scripture says it is. So how do you do that in business? So there's no debate here. If we were to b- debate this with an atheist or someone who is sort of on the edge, they, they can't win because even if you use logic, logic points back to this. All right, so uh, you, you kind of get to the next thing is why do we rest or why do people camp out on that idea that, well, they ought to be separate? Or they'll agree that they should be mixed, but they don't know how to do it. Mm. Or they'll pretend and just try to do it. So you start getting into a hypocritic situation, hypocritical situation. Yeah. So Christians agree, quote, but don't actually. That's I wrote that down because is that hypocrisy? Mm. You know, what what do you think? Yeah, I mean the the thing that I keep coming back to, what's on top of mind and heart for me is we have defined faith as church. That's that's typically I think that underlying or preaching, right? Or preaching, yeah. You know, um, and it's religion. You know, I had somebody the other day make a comment. And he's like, "Oh, I'm not religious." I was like, "Well, good, I'm not either." Yeah, like, I mean, what what, exactly. what what are you trying to prove? You know, like. You know, we bring our own will right. and our own emotions and our own understanding, yeah. and it predicates these conversations. Right. And 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 honestly, that's why humility is such a just underused word. And even that word mm-hmm. is a word we use, but we don't know what it really looks like. We think it, me- it means being passive and hiding in a corner and just, I'm going to be the humble guy. Right. You know, and, and that's not the case. And yep. so I, I think 
we've got to get honest about the fact that faith does not exist in a box. It's not about denomination. It's not about where you go to church. It's about right. It, it's not about you either have faith or you don't. Yes, and uh, it doesn't turn off on Sunday afternoon when the football game comes on. Uh, yes, church does, religion does, whatever, whatever, however you want to do it. I don't want anything to do with that, but faith is either a part of who you are or it's not. And that, that's what God's saying. It's impossible to please him without it. If you don't want to please him, that's fine. Go to the beach, do your thing. But if you do want to please him, don't say you do. And, and that's where the hypocrisy comes in. We have a lot of people that say, uh, yeah, I love the idea. And we can even get into some of the companies we've run into yeah. who tout this, and but don't do it. And it's been tested, and, and, and it all comes down to fear. So I'm dealing with a question here of hypocrisy. It's accidental. I'm not sure saying most people realize it, you know. I think I think that's that's one of the things that's point. It's, it's interesting to point out because when we hear the word hypocrisy, the immediate thing is to defend it. But if you're so eager to defend it, there's some truth in it generally. Yeah, and so that's sure. that's where you have to pause for a second, right? And will and be willing to be honest about what's actually driving the motives. Well, the truth is what sets you free, and uh, you know there's there's doses of, of hypocritical behavior throughout our lives as people because we have to learn, you know. So this is not a you're nasty kind of thing. This is a, hey, double check. What, yeah. what, what does your behavior match up to what you believe? And that's what something we call the gap in this little book called Learning to Feel the Word. It's a fantastic book. Uh, it's just, it's got so much in it. But I wanted to uh, ask that question, you know, uh, and I wrote this down too, uh, something God put on my heart a while back, uh, but hypocrisy uh, it may be the most brilliant form of ignorance, um, and and I love that because we don't realize uh, just how it, it, we think we're so intelligent and so smart, but uh, ultimately it's disastrously ignorant. Yeah, when you are living in that uh, as a Christian, then you you know it like the the downside is incredibly low when you recognize it or or in how you're stifling what God's trying to do through you. So what I'm saying is we rationalize it so we can live with it. And uh it's uh it's very very uh, difficult and devastating even yeah. to, to to be in that. But it seems it's the difference between King Saul not killing all the the uh enemy because he just thought well it'll be okay and David this David's behavior was deplorable. Saul seemed like hey whatever. Which one, you know, did God uh, make the king ultimately? Yeah, and I, I love that 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 narrative there of Saul and David. If somebody really wants to dive into the scripture on that thing, I mean, man, how powerful to see Saul basically fade into a man who commits suicide right. because he's just completely given away all of his energy and authority as the king to the opinions of people, and right. he's terrified. Yeah, you he know, makes himself God. David never does that bad behavior. Jesus wasn't mad, uh, or, or, or he didn't have anger toward people that sinned. He had anger toward hypocrisy, mm. and and so so the outside world uses that and says, "Well, you guys are a bunch of hypocrites." Well, it's just a sweeping generalization. It doesn't hold water ultimately if you get to know somebody who's living it out. But uh, I wanted to take a second to kind of carry people through this idea 
uh, just by asking a few questions. So we've got a minute here, a couple minutes. Uh, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, we're good, good. Go ahead. So you know, this this uh, just understand that 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 this is uh, part of how we help guide people back to or clarify that question and that truth. So. If you uh, are living one way and saying or believing another, and you don't realize it, which a lot of people are, these questions help you. So, you know, ultimately, uh, so the first question is, uh, starting point is, do you sincerely believe that God exists? So most people are going to go, well, yeah, right? Uh, or most people in our audience, at least, do you sincerely believe that God exists? If you do, so the next question becomes, Again, we're, we're moving down this logical uh, staircase. Is it safe to say that he is vastly more intelligent, powerful, and creative than we are? If he's God, if he exists, uh, I think most people would say, yes, he, he's more intelligent, he's more powerful, and he's more creative, right? It, that's a default answer. You can't really go around that. Mm-hmm. If he's God, then this is true. So these are if-then-else statements. Do you believe, third question, do you believe he would struggle in any way to precisely express his intention? So a lot of people want to pick the Scripture apart and say, yeah, I don't want that crap. I don't want the religious (laughs) stuff. But if he's real and he's more powerful, more intelligent, and more creative than we are, uh, he wouldn't struggle in any way to say what he needs to say. That's why it doesn't matter who was involved with Scripture, Constantine all the way to, you know, all the way back um, to the guys that wrote it by God's inspiration. He doesn't struggle. God doesn't struggle. It's not a problem for him. He can say what he wants, and no man can get in the way of that. So uh, we've got a few more questions. We can hold them. I really should have done this earlier, but... uh, well, I mean, I just no, we got to take a break sorry, here, but we're gonna we're gonna sit on that. Yeah, okay, we're gonna sit on the fact of would God struggle to express Himself in His Word, right? right. So hold on to that thought and yeah. wrestle with those first th- few, and we're gonna come back after a short break. Right. Want to let our folks know that you can get a copy of Learning to Feel the Word as a course as part of the Portable Faith Community um, at at Podia um, dot uprint. Uprint.podia.com, uh, excuse me, uprint.podia.com. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back for more right after this. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction, well being, and unified purpose among its members, Uprint is the breath of fresh air that will help. Our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their God-given potential, and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value. We work with some of the fastest-growing, most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings, and we offer a wide range of faith-driven, personal development, and cutting-edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, 
Dreaming Big Challenge Common Sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, we're the co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization to help you bridge the gap between Sundays. You know, quite honestly, Kevin and I both uh, grew up in a Christian background, um, you know, years and years and years, and and just saw um, just a heart and, and, a, and a desire to help people wake up faith outside of the context of the way it's always been defined, right? If, right. if faith was always, you know, grandma cutting off the end of the ham, we're going to do it a different way and, uh, and really encourage folks to be um, God's expression in the world. There's nothing greater than that. That's what this show is about. Our corporate partners make this show possible. want to encourage you guys to uh, check them out. One of those being Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington, ptservicesofwilmington.com. This is a full-service PT office with more than 100 years of experience here, uh, family-owned and operated since 1983. Fantastic people. Uh, I just saw they offered uh, added dry needling to their offer, which I've never done, scared to do, but just food for thought there. Uh, feel free to give them a call, 910-763-8286. Also, Southern Bank. Southern Bank is the bank of better business located right in Mayfair. Uh, Lenny Smith, Leon Pruzon, and Paul McCombie uh, are helping um, – Provide specialized financial service, and Southern Bank's a fantastic bank, great reputation, uh, doing business in Eastern North Carolina since 1901. Feel free to give them a call, 910-256-3657. Kevin, talking about faith in business today, we were navigating through some questions um, that help contextualize what people truly believe right? and then keeping them honest to how they're actually living out that faith. Right. Yeah, it, so if you think that you're living out your faith in your business, uh, if you are if you get past the idea that you're not against it and you want to do it or you think you're doing it, like some of the businesses we've run into who say they're doing it, but they're actually not Yeah, because when they're forced to uh, ask the question, they scurry out of fear of alienating their, their uh, clientele. Uh, so anyway, this is just a – a battery of questions. Uh, they all really need to go together or they lose momentum. So I'll just real quick go through them. So the question is, what do you truly believe? Uh, so do you sincerely believe that God exists? That's the first question. Yes. Is it safe to say that he is vastly more intelligent and powerful and creative than we are? Yes, absolutely. Um, feel free to disagree, but then you're, you know, you're, you're out of the loop with that. Uh, it, you can't, believe in God and not believe all of this. It, it's that simple. So again, you either have faith or you don't. Next question is, do you believe he would struggle in any way to precisely express his intention? He's more powerful, creative, et cetera, more, more, way more intelligent. He wouldn't struggle, uh, just like you don't struggle to express your intention to a bug or your children or whatever you want to do. All right, so the next question is, is it possible that a God who is infinitely powerful, supremely intelligent, and perfectly able to say what he means could be sidetracked by the failures of mankind. I think you have to let that sink in because it's a lot of stuff. Is it possible that our failures could sidetrack yeah. God? Yeah, what, what you're saying there is, yeah, that's exactly right, is that somehow man messed it up, you know? So it yeah. takes away all and his... And that's a big argument with uh, Oh, sure. People's like, oh, well, man did this yeah. or whatever. You're saying, listen, hey, 
either God is more powerful and smarter than man, right? and he doesn't struggle at all, so you can't mess him up. We can't sidetrack God. Right. But that's what people who won't live out their faith in business believe, but it doesn't work. It's, it's It's a failed argument. And if you don't go through that process, you'll never, you just kind of run from it. So next question is, would this same God lack the ability to create a book about himself and the meaning of your life precisely as he desired? Would this same God, the one that we've just talked about, it's uh, not debatable by any logistical or logical type debate. You have to be nuts not to grab hold of this. I'm not calling anybody nuts, but the only way to run from this is to be you know, apathetic, insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, you can't agree with it, and uh, it's like calling the sky blue and then calling it red at the same time. It's just, it just doesn't make sense. So, would the same God lack the ability to create a book about Himself and the meaning of your life precisely as He desired? Uh, <laughs> He, God does not lack that ability. He has that ability, and he's done it. So either you believe that or you don't. All right, last two questions real quick. Like, Would it matter to you if there was such a book? Of course, right? How can you? Absolutely. So the Bible then becomes not this thing that's a weight to us. It's a thing that is a doorway into amazement, uh, the 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 personality of God, the spirit of God, it opens the door to being his expression. It's wonderful. It's a heavenly, it's an earthly contact point with the heavenly being. Why wouldn't you want that? So, you know, that's that's the, the battery of these questions really test what you believe. So the last one is, in what way? So those last two questions is, would it matter to you if there was such a book? Of course there is. Uh, and then the last question is, in what way? How do you answer that? If you read through this book, it and and you're honest with yourself, it's uh, it's powerful. Uh, it'll convict you, uh, but it but it also frees you. So it's not oppressive, just like the Bible isn't oppressive. But people outside of that think it is. So anyway, uh, that's just one a line of thought to help you understand us, you, me, all of us re understand uh, reapproach what we truly believe. Now, if you stand on that, then you have faith, and uh, that faith has to be expressed. So if you understand that there's some hypocrisy in the way you do things, the gap between your behavior and what you believe, then what do you do about it? And so that's what we want to talk about the rest of this uh, show. Kevin, what what do we say to the person who just feels defeated right now? Because they they say, yeah, I'm not there. I don't have any of that. Or maybe I do believe it, but... I struggle to read the Bible, or you know what? What do you, what do you, what do you say to the person that's that's watching, tuning in, listening, and kind of going, uh, you know, why uh, do you feel defeated? You can't just say that. I'm sorry you feel defeated. You want a hug? I'll give you a hug. You need some pancakes? I'll do that for you. But I'm not going to let you walk away and just say I feel defeated. Why do you feel defeated? Press into that. Deal with it. Be honest. If you're not honest, you're not free. And, uh, and I'm not talking about, you know, the bad breath lie where someone has bad breath and, you're, and you don't tell them, you know, that, that's how, or, or, or how you flank your enemies in war. That I'm talking about 
living out your faith in your business. That's the context of, of today. So someone says, I'm defeated. I, I, I hear you. I'm sorry. But but why? Mm-hmm. Unless you deal with the why of that, and, and, you don't get free of it. And are you okay to stay there? Exactly. Well, that's just like you know any C.S. Lewis uh, theological expression. Not his story so much, but uh, you know he carries you down a path, and you land in a corner. So you have to make a choice. I either believe this or I don't. And he doesn't let you escape. And that's what we do. Yeah. And that's what my personal writing does as well. And it's a huge blessing, but it's not always fun to deal with because you. It's like your kid telling you, I didn't take the white donuts out of the bag when you know he did. And so you, you kind of hold him to it. Get powder on his lips. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's right. So, uh, you know, so anyway, I know we've got one more segment. We've got a ton of stuff here. We can save it till later. But uh, next, next uh, segment, I definitely want to get into what is faith in business on a more uh, detailed level and what it isn't. And, yeah. Uh, you know, what, what are the fears and struggles? Uh, not just the, the kind of big picture of what is faith, but how is it lived out? Give us some specifics type of thing. Yeah. I think, I think for me that this, this show, this specific show today is really just standing up. That, that's what it is. It's just standing up as men who have been in business. You know, you've yeah. owned multiple businesses. Right. And, and you've seen your own, uh, to some degree, hypocrisy. Would you agree with that? I'm not putting oh, that yeah. on you. Yeah. You've seen your Absolutely. own hypocrisy. Yeah. I've seen my own hypocrisy. Yeah. Right. You've seen where, oh, yeah, I praise God, but I'm living by competition. I'm living to, right. you know, under this, this slave mentality of waking up in this mundane routine and saying, oh, well, living the dream and, you know, refusing to. So I think what we're just trying to say is that we're going to stand up and, and, and take a stand and be bold to say that you're not created to live this half-hearted existence. Right. And for somebody who that's says, right. well, that's all too deep for me or C.S. Lewis is too deep, then why are you here? Then why are you here? Yeah. If you know? you, are you here just to eat some meals and, uh, you know, have some security uh, and then it's over, take some vacations, make some money, whatever. I yeah. Mean, that, that doesn't matter in a thousand years. Yeah. I think anybody watching and listening knows that there there's more to life. Absolutely. And Great s- question. And so we just got to get. That look, what does that look like? Right. Guys, you are we, listening we'll to. help you understand that. Right. That's what we do at Uprint. Um, you can check it out, wakeupmyfaith.com. You're watching our show, Wake Up Our Faith. We're going to take a short break. Be back right after this. Uprint was built around the idea that everyone matters, and that's why everyone needs to uncover their God-given Uprint. Think of it this way. God wants to leave His fingerprints on the world through yours. We combine the very best personal mentoring with incredible, high-quality faith development courses that bridges the gap between traditional personal development and sound biblical teaching. If you're ready to uncover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for, Uprint is for you. Go to www.uprint.life to schedule a free discovery call. That's www.youprint.life. Hello, and welcome back to Wake Up Our Fate. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. 
We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Appreciate you guys tuning in here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. This is our live produced show. Many thanks to Nick Craig here in the studio at 106.7 FM, Wilmington's Big Talker. Uh, appreciate his efforts there. Kevin Adams here, Matt Ham, we're the co-founders of Uprint. Uh, this is all about, um, you know, Kevin, it's kind of like uh, hugging somebody, or you say, you say it this way, you say it's kind of like spitting on somebody's shoes and then getting down there and shining them. Right. Right? Yep. It's, it's kind of like I'm going to spit on your shoes and you want to punch me in the face. But then we get down and I'm going to shine them for you. That's right. I'll, I'll take being hated for a minute to be loved for a lifetime. But really, it's about helping people love God, fall in love with him, because they recognize what and, and how big and how good he truly is. Instead of all those mantras and things we grow up thinking, yeah. it's just, it's, it's baloney. Yeah. He's great. So, yeah. yeah, if it takes being hated for a minute, uh, you know, it's like mom putting the, you know, the the alcohol on the the wound on the cut, ah! you know, <laughs> or that ice on your head when you get a lump on it. I mean, oh, for a minute you get a brain freeze, you know. But uh, Jesus said, unless you pick up your cross, you can't even be my disciple. Picking up your cross, every cross has splinters. Pick it up anyway, right? Yeah, so, yeah. We can talk about that all day, but uh, well, today's context is is really along those lines of of just being honest with you. I mean, listen, we live in a world that isn't honest. Period. Nobody's honest. They're honest in their own <laughs> understanding, but it, it, it's it's as if we enter conversations, right. we enter churches, we enter social media, we read the Bible from our point of view and from our agenda. Right. So our agenda is driving everything we do. We mm-hmm. have an agenda. So, you know, I remember when I was a salesperson and I would kind of coach other peers or whatnot. And I said, Mm -hmm. if you walk into the room with an agenda, clients generally can snuff that out. Sure. If you, that's if they smell the blood in the water. Vibration. You want to talk quantum physics, you you are changing the molecules in the air. And uh, it, yeah, people can feel it. People can see right through it, especially intuitive people. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think for us, we're just saying, hey, listen, we're going to be honest. Mm-hmm. And we're going to say we're not going to let um, you know people die on this battlefield right. uh, of 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 saying I believe in God, but yet when it comes to believing Him and living my life according to that, I'm going to make shortcuts. Right? Yeah, it's not enough to say you believe in Him; you have to believe Him, and uh, and all we do is force clarity. You know, I think you had said that a while back, and that's exactly what uh, we do, and it's what I do every day. Uh, and uh, it's a call. It's a call to action, and uh, it, it's not easy. It drains you, and people are hard sometimes. What you but mean, in the end, there's fruit. Yeah, what you mean by that is in our mentoring. I just wanted to clarify yeah, yeah, that. When you right. mean in one-to-one mentoring, right. that's your, your role there right. of pressing on people, forcing right. clarity. Yeah. Um, you know, that's important. Well, sometimes people think you're – you know, sanctimonious or self-righteous or arrogant even. But when you hold them and you walk with them and they weep with you and and you bleed with them uh, and then they get set free and they recognize, man, like my whole life is about getting something done here from heaven into the earth. There's no going back and they are so thankful. So, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, but uh, it takes some (laughs) takes a little uh, a little bit of that. Ah, <laughs> for sure. Right. Well, today, Which today, we have Kevin, plenty of. We want to pick up on this idea of you know, 
hypocrisy, even in the subtlest ways, even in right. ways we don't recognize. Um, you know, you think about organizations who say, you know, uh, faith, family, and friends or whatever, you know, and, and, and yet don't live that, um, you know, or yeah. they, they, they say um, that, or you feel like, you know, faith is quoting a Bible verse or right. putting a fish on your car while you're embezzling money from, you know what I mean, old women or whatever. I don't know. I mean, you know, these types of things, um, hypocrisy. Yeah, hypocrisy is much deeper than uh, than than the fleshly actions. Uh, it's it's uh, applying moderation to your faith, for instance. It's putting your children or your spouse on the throne of your heart rather than God. These are subtle things. And uh, when you talk about faith in business, what we want to do is ask the question: So, what is faith in business? Uh, you know, and then what it isn't. And so we can start with what it isn't, just to clarify. What we're talking about, at least, in our definition of this, is it's not preaching from your desk right? Uh, or pontificating or trying to evangelize at the office or whatever. Um, that's fine if you feel led to do that uh, or you know, if your company allows it. But that's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about being fully who you are, being free of strongholds, uh, learning how to navigate the strongholds of others, recognizing that God has created something powerful in you and living that out and not being not missing the mark, which ultimately is uh, the failure of mankind. Yeah. So, If God created you, then the best way to point to him yes. is to be fully you. Exactly. And so if it's you're... the one thing nobody can take away from you. Yeah. And if you're not being you, if you're not being that authentic self, right. you're, you're, you're robbing God of glory yes. and credit because you're... That's all he's after. Yeah. You're allowing somebody else's opinion, agenda, fear, uh, whatever, yeah. navigate the conversation. And, and it's funny, man, because, you know, one of the things that I, that I, I was listening to recently from multiple people... Um, Jay-Z, for example, who I don't necessarily agree with Jay-Z's, you know, I don't listen to his music or mm-hmm. whatnot, or Steve Harvey, these guys. Sure. They're all, this is, this is that thing that's going on is saying, right. be you. But what we're doing is saying, okay, now tie that back into the, the, who created you. Be you every moment. Don't be, don't not be you because you're in a business environment. Right. And that's the problem. So it's like saying, uh, you know, what, the fear, the big fear is alienation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to alienate. And we've heard that yeah. recently from a local business who claims to be a faith-based business. But uh, honestly, yeah, and a scripture on their cups. But, uh, you know, when it comes to reaching out, uh, it wasn't, uh, hey, we can't, we, we can't afford to work together. That's a, that's a legitimate argument. We're, we're, you know, that's great. But the answer we got was we don't work with uh, faith-based organizations-ish. You know, that was sort of the idea behind it. And the, and the, and the, the natural question is, well, why not? You got Scripture on your cups. What's that about? Well, we don't want to alienate uh, our clients. So, our, you know, our smart aleck answer is, well, okay, Chick-fil-A Aren't they a great example of expressing their faith? Who are they alienating? Nobody. They're dominating because they're living out their faith in their business. Mm -hmm. So there's two different examples. We're not going to name the company, but there's a lot of them out there. 
that, that, that say it. They take that extra step. Some just say, we're not into that at all. But when you say you're into it and then you don't live it out, that's a problem. And it's not honoring God. So, so if somebody was to come back and say, "Well, what, that's just our marketing, uh, that's just our marketing, whatever philosophy," you know, the, the the answer back to that is hypocrisy is, is your philosophy. Awesome, run with it. See where it gets you. I, it, ultimately, that would be my response. You know, I mean, I'm, I kind of get get tough about this stuff, but look, it's it's like saying uh, it's not a balancing act. When people see it as a balancing act, well, you got to balance your your faith and your business. It's not true. It, you know, it's like saying, uh, you know, grace and truth need to be balanced, as if uh, more grace equals less truth. Like they're on some kind of scale, mm-hmm. and you know, you have to give more of one or less of the other. It's crazy. It's, it's either you have faith and you express it in who you are through your gift sets, all to His honor and uh, done in love, or you don't. And yeah. uh, so anyway, so what does it actually look like? Um, and we'll get into this next week, uh, but it's not a balancing act. Uh, it's it's very simple. It's wonderful. You have freedom in that. It's not preaching from your desk. Uh, and if you live for God in everything you do, you're not going to alienate people. You're going to invite people in Tracked. to... The, the genius that God gave you and so many others. Although you're going to truly alienate them by being fearful. And, uh, you know, that's not from God. You can't say it is, and it's not. So last, uh, last thing to touch on is that question, how is your faith expressed beyond Sundays? That's really the question we started with. Uh, so, you know, our thought, and I'll let you wrap it up, but to, to get beyond our own limitations, we must get beyond the Sunday version of faith. Mm. Right? That's right. All right. <laughs> got to gotta get beyond your own understanding if you want to grow. That means you got to move beyond your fears. You got to get out of your comfort zone. You will, will not grow in those, in those places just as a seed would not grow in uh, concrete. <laughs> there you go guys uh, Matt Ham, Kevin Adams appreciate you tuning in to the first hour of Wake Up Our Faith we'll be back uh, with Macy Cole right after this